Welcome back to another episode of Threshold Conversations. We started our first part on um, our discussion on LGBTQ, um, and that has really just offered a great insight already, but we definitely saw that it would be beneficial to have a part two, because there's still so many questions surrounding this one topic, and really you can't cover them all, but um, just Again, just getting the conversation started, it's so helpful to think about all of the dynamics um, to this one um, topic. So I'm glad to be back again with Warner Miller. Thank you so much for joining us. He's been great and he's just offered like some other recommendations. So there'll be like a lot of just resources to check out like after this. So yeah, feel free to, you know, look into them um, and really just, you know, continue to just get a grasp on you know this topic we're just gonna jump right in um, I think right now we're just looking more at um, the involvement of LGBTQs in the church do you know of a lot of people like within the church um, like have you come across like LGBTQs who have attended your church or other places of worship like is that is that something you've experienced So it's not it's not like a like a rare site. It's you've had that. Well, experience. and sorry. Right, so this is I guess why I should qualify it. Like okay. there are some that are uh, there. There are people that are like you know openly flamboyantly so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are those who you know like you know maybe they're a bit effeminate, and effeminate doesn't necessarily mean gay or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you know that there are those that you know you may may have suspicion about so um so yes so yes on both accounts you know the ones that are you know um the men and women that are openly you know uh gay or lesbian or what have you and then you know those who are um i guess for lack of a better term down low but i mean i guess that's not the appropriate because because down low means like you're hiding it from your your spouse but like those who aren't as expressive right in it or um so yeah yeah there are LGBTQs in the church. And I think the question that comes up is, can LGBTQs play leadership roles in the church? Um, are there quote unquote levels to that? Um, then like, how should we even be thinking of this, I guess, in the broader scope of things? Um, well, I, well, number one, I, I, I would actually say that if, if you don't have you know, someone that identifies as gay or homosexual or lesbian, then I don't, I don't know that your church doesn't necessarily represent the culture. And, 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 and let me qualify mm. this. Um, I, as a, as a heterosexual man, um, while I've never had any struggles with my, uh, my sexual identity, 
of sex, you know, a bunch of times. Um, most times, even when I before I was saved, I knew it was wrong. Um, or or I I, I, I I tell my wife now, like, I've never had really, like, guiltless sex. Even before I was saved, I knew that there was just, like, this, I don't know if this is right, you know, because you're not, mm-hmm. like, a wife or something like that. Um, yet and still, you know, I still, you know, went to church when my mother sent me or, you know, or, you know, when I was in college, I went. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is if there aren't, if, if, if there aren't gay or lesbian or what have you people, attendees mm-hmm. in your church, then that may not be the best thing now it, it, it's 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 now that's different than mm-hmm. if they were to go to a church where they would feel um i'm, I'm trying to say this in, in the most uh, uh clearest way like you know a, 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 there is an old quote or saying that you know a church is a hospital um, and, and, in, and in many ways, I mean, I, I know that saying can kind of go off the go off the rails, but in many ways, it is like a, 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 a church fellowship body are not a collection of perfection, mm. you know. Um, and, and if we are, we're perfected by by Christ. But you know, um, there is a place for uh, the broken, the 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 scarred, the 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 you know the sinner. You know, to be in it now. That's different than going to a church and actually having your sins celebrated. Mm. You know, so if so, if I were to go to church and, and the sermon would be an affirmation of my, you know, promiscuous lifestyle, or in celebration of my having baby mamas, or in my celebration of my drunkenness, or my, you know, then that's different. Mm. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I should be, you know, as a as a as a sinner saved by. By, by by Christ, I, you know, there should be um, a balance of, you know, me stepping into a place where I know that I'm welcomed yeah. um, and I'm and I'm loved. Um, but also, you know, if, if I am practicing, uh, you know, a certain lifestyle, you know, yeah, there's and there should be like an inherent discomfort, not mm-hmm. necessarily by, you know, by the people so much as um I mean, the spirit of God, you know, condemning, you know, or not condemning, but, you know, convicting of sin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I hope that made sense. I, I was trying to to couch it in a way that, like, it, there's right. a difference between, you know, a, a, someone who is, is gay going to church and actually having that the, uh, the lifestyle or the practice celebrated versus someone mm-hmm. going to church and them being uh, feeling welcome to be there but their lifestyle isn't celebrated mm. I'm, I'm trying to make that right. distinction clear right. and 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 with regard to service mm. um i i did a talk a couple weeks ago about actually months ago at this point uh, about uh ministry mm. and, and and ministry actually the word um it's actually translated service all ministry mm. whether it's being a pastor, whether it's being an usher, whether it's being a greeter outside parking lot attendant, whether it's being a de- you know ministry, and and ministry is not exclusive to the four walls of a church building. You know, you know, ministry is service. 
Um, now, ministry within the context of 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 the church, the ultimate uh, purpose of it is to point towards Christ to the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that goes for again the pastor or the usher or the person in the choir or the choir mm-hmm. director, all of it. Uh, the the ultimate overarching, you know, purpose of all of it is to point to Christ. Mm-hmm. So, if there's an usher there that um, not just, for example, there's a, there's an usher mm-hmm. who has a bunch of baby mamas mm-hmm. um, and and commits, you know, just you know, uh, it's it, it, he's well known to you know be you know uh, having sex with all these people. You know, um, all these women. Him serving as an usher, um, I, I think, would come in direct uh, contradiction in pointing people to Christ, um, because his life, his lifestyle, is in direct con- conflict with you know the the character and integrity that mm-hmm. that Christ wants us to live with. Um, so the same is true for someone who not is struggling like it, and, and it's different between like and I we, we mentioned yes, this before yes, there's yes. a difference between you know struggling like I, I know this is you know wrong or I know this is not what you know God's best for me or God's purpose for my life you know but sometimes I you know like I trip up in it you know but I, but I I, I I you know I go to the altar mm-hmm. and I you know I, I want his forgiveness that's different than you know, this is who I am. This is this is what I am, and and mm. this is what I'm gonna do. You know, mm. there's no struggle there. Mm. Those people, those types of individuals. Mm. Again, whether it's whether the sin is homosexuality, whether the sin is, mm. you know, uh, uh, you know, premarital sex, whether the sin is, mm. you know, lust, drunkenness, whatever it is. Um, mm. I don't think those those people should be serving within the context of a church, not just for the aesthetic and how it looks mm. um or even how it uh the i guess the conflict of them pointing people to christ but their lifestyles are inconsistent i actually it's more actually for their benefit um that you know that there's certain things that act, that need to take place first in your heart before you are mm. there's there's a, a a passage in isaiah when Isaiah first meets, uh, uh, first, I guess, gets encountered with God, mm-hmm. um, you know, he says, uh, um, I, I, I won't quote it exactly, so forgive me, but he comes into the presence of God and his first instinct is, you know, to say, you know, God, I'm, I'm a wretch, I'm undone. And he drops his his, his head and he bows. Mm-hmm. When, when he first encounters or uh, comes into the presence of God, the first thing that happens is he recognizes his own sinfulness. That's the mm-hmm. first thing that happens. Right? I'm not worthy. I'm I'm undone. Da, 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 da. Right after that, the angel uh, of the Lord uh, brings tongs and and puts it on his tongue and cleanses him. And 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 in in doing so, um, I guess it, it's symbolic of his sin mm-hmm. being you know uh, re- reconciled. Mm-hmm. Then he is to go off to work. Or to, mm-hmm. or to do whatever job you know got purpose that mm-hmm. God has for him. So so the so the uh, the chronology is mm-hmm. first coming to the presence of God, then recognize, see yourself for who you truly are, mm-hmm. then get forgiven, then serve. Mm-hmm. 
the, the service does not come before recognizing, you know, mm. worshiping before God, recognizing who you are and getting forgiven and then going. Mm. It, it, it always comes right. after that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, th- and, that, and that pattern is repeated a, a couple of times, mm. you know. Um, uh, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's repeated a couple of times, mm. but, it, but the one in Isaiah is, is the most profound in my mind because it, it gives a clear chronology. First this, then this, then this, then go and serve. Um, so yeah, so, so, so my understanding or or reasoning why, you know, uh, someone who is still, um, you know, proudly or, you know, consistently, you know, in, in that lifestyle or any lifestyle contrary to God, um, my reasonings for not believing that they should serve within the context of a church body, um, has equal to do with, uh, them not, I guess, communicating the message that God wants them to. It, it has as much to do with that as it has to do with um, not reconciling the own the, the issues that are in their heart. If right. that makes sense. Right. No, that really does. And I think you've given like two. Yeah, two two lenses through which um, to see this, and I think one is you know recognizing that you know, to do anything at all, you know, whether within the church or, I don't know, whatever, like, your ministry is outside of the church. Um, I think when we think about this question of, you know, leadership and what you're really helping us to see is, hey, there has to be that um, that constant, hey, I am not living in this, like we like we mentioned um, in our previous episode, I'm not given into this lifestyle, and whoever is not struggling is ultimately dead, right? So if it's just something that you are wallowing in, then really, like your heart is not even you know in the right place to point anyone. Who are you? You know, who are you pointing to when you're not yourself in in your with you know in your own heart reconciled with this person that you are. Um, trying to draw others in into so it's not necessarily you know which is how I think it's often seen it's not necessarily um, this person has to sin or this person is even struggling at all so they're like x next (laughs) like you can't you can't partake in this which is again I think the danger in seeing this trying to be really careful here but really seeing the sin as you know the god of all because when we start to compare it to even you know whatever is in our own lives say someone who is um you know struggling with like lust someone who is struggling with i don't know whatever it is that you know our personal well, you know, I mean, this is really big in you know a lot are. of a lot of you know um well i, I, I won't gluttony you know like you know, the, 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 I, and I heard somebody say it, and you know, we don't talk about they, it. They were they were kind of t- tongue in cheeking, but they were like, "Yeah, man, you know, like you, you guys are talking so much about lust and all this other thing, but I see these fat pastors and 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 and, and overweight and obese, you know, mm. people in the in the in the in you know in the church and serving, and no one says anything about their gluttony." And, and you know, and he was kind of, and he was throwing barbs, he was throwing shade, you know. I mean, I, I believe that he, you know, believed it, but it was more to insult the person. But you know, mm-hmm. I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? There, there, there's truth in that. There, there's, 
there is a point in, in, in all of that. And, um, and you know, it's not about, you know, it, it's about projection, not, not perfection. Right. right. You know, we're, we're not looking for a servant's, to be perfect right. because then no one would no serve. No one would, right. Um, but, we are, but, but what God is looking for is projection. If, you know, if, if we are calling ourselves followers of Jesus Christ, all right, so Jesus is, you, know, you can't see my fingers, but, you know, he's whatever how many steps in front of us. Mm. Um, then while we're not, you know, right where he is, maybe all of the time, we should at least be going in the same direction. Mm, that's good. You know, that's our, good. our lives should reflect some Being some semblance of, of following. But but mm. if our lives or lifestyle are in total conflict, you know, he's saying go right and we're going left, mm. then, you know, then we're not even projected in the right direction, mm. you know. Um, so again, it's, it's not it's not perfection, right? Because you know, our perfection, you know, while we're not, you know, I heard one pastor say, you know, we're, we're not... Uh, personally perfect, we're positionally perfect, mm-hmm. meaning that you know once we give mm-hmm. our lives to Christ, when once Christ is our Lord and he, and he redeems us, we are now seen as perfect mm-hmm. in the eyes of God, in the eyes of God, even mm-hmm. though we're not practically perfect. Right there, yeah. Um, so that's the perfection that we have. But aside right. from that, you know, we're you know we're we're stumbling along the way, but at least we should be stumbling forward right. in the. In the projection of, of our savior jesus christ right no i think that's that's brought so much clarity honestly just Amen. um just hearing that from you and making that distinction um between you know what is really even required of a servant's um a servant's heart if you're to say I don't, I don't know if you meant to reference it but you know i mean that that absolutely reflects you know king david mm. you know he, he, he's mm. a man after god's own heart even though he was not a good father Mm. you know he wasn't the best father you know definitely was a man of you know of of uh of of he he messed around Bathsheba you know what I'm saying you know like you know he wasn't a perfect man by any stretch of the imagination yet God still called him a man after his own heart Mm. and 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 you know Mm. what David's life along with that other stuff but what what's David what David's life also reflected was a willingness to concede and admit his failures right right. you know um ask for forgiveness you know admit his need Mm. for god you know like that's that's a servant's heart Mm. you know right because you you know that you know um that you're not worthy and 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 you're not in in and of yourself Mm. uh right to 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 um to serve so anyway yeah that that that's one of the patterns again the picture you were talking about of isaiah that's again that pattern again being reflected before we even get into this place of service it's actually seeing ourselves before god um so that's that's such a great point going right along with that obviously the topic of politics which is a whole other thing in itself. I think one question that was raised and people have, you know, their different opinions and stands with uh, different candidates. Um, but the illustration here is, hey, candidate A believes everything about God. You know, he loves God. He's saying, hey, I'm pro-God. I'm here to, to stand for God and everything. Um, but... 
does not support um, homosexuality. Um, actually, no, that's in reverse. They seem to, to want to stand for God. Some things are questionable, but, um, you know, they don't support homosexuality. And there's some people, you know, who seems to support that, um, support homosexuality. Um, they seem, you know, reasonable in all of their other, you know, all of their other remarks as to, you know, how they run in the country, whether, you know, it's on race, whether it's on, you know, international, domestic or international relations, whatever that is, you know, it's check, check, check. Um, but, you know, when it comes to homosexuality, um, that is something that they support, you know, same-sex marriage, um, signing this bill, um, this, that, and the third. This is asked, which one do I vote for? Yes, one is more reasonable, but they're supporting this lifestyle that, you know, that does not honor God. Um, and there's this other person who does not, and um, everything else that they stand on does not seem to really reflect God either. But, you know, in that case, yes, you have these two people. And I think even thinking about politics itself, this is something you can probably, if you can, um, just speak to. How do we evaluate our candidates? How do we think about, hey, which is the way to go when you're kind of, you know, in the hot seat about what both sides believe and support? Right. Um, with this, well, I'll, 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 I will, uh, I guess, give it a, 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 a preface or I will say beforehand that, that my, that my, I guess, uh, insight or opinion on this is definitely an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll, I'll try to actually, um, in as much as I can, you know, maybe, you know, infuse some biblical principles, but I, you know, I, this is definitely more opinion. Thanks for that. Uh, but based on what you know, I mean, I, I believe it to be true, but but I won't like put this as gospel narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, number one, um, I don't. I already come into politics with with, with a couple of I guess um, understandings. Mm-hmm. One um, that particular like with presidents or representatives, none of these guys are my pastors um they're they're not trying to be pastors in in so much as they're not trying to lead a sheep towards you know uh you know uh, biblical truths you know they're not trying to uh you know shepherd people towards god you know towards a better relationship with god you know they're trying to ideally uh lead a nation of different kinds of people towards prosperity, you know, whatever that means for them and whoever put them in. So, so that's, so that's the, so that's the first concession. Like, you know, these, you know, it's, it's, you know, my president is not my pastor, you know, um, and, 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 and that should be, that, that should be a distinction. At least I, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, no. um, sure. You know, like we're, we're not, these are not the Kings of Israel, you know, they're, they're not, you know, um, these are, people that you know are trying to lead a nation towards some sort of prosperity mm-hmm. so that's number one um or maybe that's one a or one b <laughs> the other one is and it's, and it's i got a question about this the other day um 
and this may seem like an aside, but it also kind of influences what I just said. Um, America is not a theocracy. Mm. Israel was a theocracy, um, at least as as it was. You know, Israel's king was God, the creator of everything. That's that's who Israel's king was. Then Israel complained, "Oh, we want a king like the other nations." Then got Saul mm. and David, and, and but Israel's king president as it were was god was yahweh um america isn't like that america is not a theocracy although people you know claim that you know america is a christian nation it isn't it isn't now you know there's a there's a difference between being founded on some biblical principles versus being a christian nation you can tell how we were founded you know, and how this nation was taken, yeah. Yeah. you know, that this is not a Christian nation. Yes, there's some biblical truths that were put in place that, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely, I'm not denying that. But we are not a Christian nation. Um, so so that that's kind of like one A, one T. So those are two concessions. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I know that whoever is put in place to govern and lead has the responsibility to govern and lead not just Christians but everybody mm. um, so again you know all this is kind of going to the same point I'm not ex- I'm not voting for my pastor yeah. I'm voting for the person who I believe is the most competent who I trust the most um, and whose ideas I line up the most with understanding that I, I know that I'm not going to line up 100% with anybody. Mm-hmm. There's only one being one person who I'm 100%, uh, you know, have an allegiance to, and that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only one, no one else I have 100% allegiance to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and lastly, <laughs> and this may be kind of the signs of, of the times I never, I never expect that my governing leaders mm. are 100% honest with me. Um, I'm not saying that they're liars. I'm not, you know, I mean, maybe someone can, you know, but you are saying, you know, okay, yeah. I, I understand why you say that. I'm not, I'm not, I know that there are a lot of things that I don't know and maybe shouldn't know just as the public, you know, yeah. like if, if I imagine myself as a parent, not that our presidents are parents but in in a, in a certain way if i have kids i'm not going to tell them everything because one they don't need to know they can't handle it you know because i have you know th- th- there's certain you know I, I have accesses that they can't have right now because it wouldn't do them any good mm. um so with regard to a presidency i don't expect for them to give me all the truth I don't expect them when they say, yes, I'm telling the truth, that they are telling the truth, mm-hmm. you know, um, and maybe, I, you know, I'm just a, you know, uh, uh, you know, a reflection of the times, but, you know, and a loss of innocence, but, but, but I don't even see that as a negative thing. I just see that as that's what it is. So with all of that, um, I, I believe that people should vote, you know, it's kind of become a cliche now, but vote your convictions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like th- there are things about, you know, presidents that I voted for that I absolutely reject absolutely reject um and uh, you know s- some of those things have yes have determined what that I've, uh, you know they kind of 
uh, equaled me voting for someone else. Uh, some of those things, okay, yeah, I, I reject that, but you know, there are other things that I, I, I do appreciate. Mm. Um, I think that's a personal decision. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you should be able to articulate it and and reason it through. Right. You know, definitely don't be sheep. Right. But you know, like like you should you know vote your convictions and. Mm. If someone doesn't vote like you, they're, they, they, you know, n- not to demonize them or vilify them. Yes. You know, um, you know, that there are things that, uh, particularly social things that say my, pa- uh, my, my, my president doesn't, uh, is, is, is doesn't advocate for. Mm-hmm. And what that for me is now it, it puts on me the responsibility to be an advocate for those things. Not that I wasn't being before, but, you know, if the president isn't going to do it, then, then, then I will, you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. things can still get done on a grassroots level, you know, mm-hmm. like changing a mind, not that changing a mind is easy, but mm-hmm. changing a mind is doable on the, on the ground level, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and maybe eventually it'll, it'll affect policy, you know, crazier things have happened, but, mm-hmm. but anyway, I guess all I'm saying, what uh, the, the crux of what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. you know, do your due diligence, do your research, and vote your convictions. Mm. And okay. and yes, and don't and don't vilify the other side. Right. You know, right. don't demonize them because they don't possibly think like you do. Right. Yeah. And you see that because I mean, Christians would vote for both sides um, of you know the candidate spectrum. So how do we obviously deal with that? And I think you've really helps us to think through that. I know though, you know, you mentioned that it's an opinion, but really definitely as a starting place, um, that's really like a great way to look at it. I think we tend to put a lot of burden um, on our, uh, you know, our presidents as the ultimate ones to really make everything come, you know, into alignment and to, to make sure they're, carrying out you know god's decree but honestly unless you i, I just i don't see that ever happening to where it's I ever mean, that well i mean you know what like you I have people know. like you know daniel you know mm. i mean he was living in babylon like literal babylon not the babylon that you know ross was talking about you know the the destruction of you know like civil you know but he was mm. living in babylon mm. nebuchadnezzar was you know what i'm saying and and Daniel, by his influence, by his integrity, right. by his, yeah. you know, you know, willingness to live and, you know, to vote his convictions by living his convictions, mm. he was able to change a lot, mm. you know, and, and, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not just romanticizing that, like, that's, like, that's truth, mm. you know, um, and so, so, so I don't underestimate or undervalue the power of living by your convictions, mm. voting by your convictions, by living. By your convictions, by your convictions um, yeah. being consistent, you know, and how that, and probably now more than ever, it seems like you know, um, le- you know, leaders put on, you know, the the, the presidents and governors, mm. not that they don't have influence, but their trust is even though, and, and and what matters more now are those, you know, one on one, the you know, the ground level, you know, seeing our parents or our pastors or our, you know. I don't know, grandparents or whatever, you know, teachers, they're having the, the, the major influences, you mm-hmm. know, 
Right, right. Yeah. It could definitely, right. It, it, it does not all have to be, and it shouldn't all be on, you know, our government really could start at that very local, even individual level. And I mean, we have our own responsibility, honestly, um, as vote. well. Right. I know, because people can also get to the other side where it's like, well, I'm not going to do anything because, you right. know, no one right. really aligns with, you know, what I believe. Um, right. And really, and I, and I totally understand that. I really, really do. I do. really do. They do. I really. Do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. I, I, th- I think really it does come down to you know convictions and the dialogue is great too. I mean, we're kind of going off tangent, but I think this just falls under politics broadly. Um, I think the dialogue is great between. Um, you know, Christians who vote on either side. Um, you know, it's very easy to want to, like you said, demonize the other side. But I think really coming and meeting in the middle, like why did you vote for this candidate? And really wanting to hopefully just understand and hear out the other side and not necessarily, you know, oh, you voted for that person. This is this is who you are. Um, yeah, I think that's a trap for us, honestly, to avoid. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you spoke to it as, you know, see this question at a broad level, um, <laughs> you know, how to think about, you know, politics in general. So thank you for, thanks for that guys. That's a gem. Um, I think a great way to round this up is really just, you know, whether in like our regular conversations with people day to day, you know, people have. Um, homosexuals and their families, again, in church, wherever, you know, you are able to engage and, you know, dialogue with someone who identifies with, you know, LGBTQ. Um, How do we respond um, with truth and grace? Like, how do we actually balance grace and truth, right? Not compromising the truth, also not leaving one you know without hope like what does it look like um it could be very specific to this or just general but like what does it look like to be people who actually live with grace and truth right well i just and i meant to say this before um but like knowing that i I love being a black man hey i love I'm, i'm i'm glad that god made me like this, who I am. Mm. Um, however, if you're not able to see, if all you're able to see is that, then you're not seeing me. Mm. Um, now, I'm not talking about like, I, yeah, I, I'm colorblind. I don't see color. Like, that's a lie. Right. That, I'm, so, I'm not talking about that sort of, you know, crap, mm. you know, like, the only way that you can treat me as an equal is if you deny that I'm black. No, right, that's, that's not what right. I'm talking about. Um, yeah. um, but, but, but what I'm talking about is, you know, you see it, and but, but you also know that that's not all that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there are many um, men and women in the LGBTQI community, they, their identity is 1,000% in their sexual preference. Mm-hmm. Um or in their sexuality, right? I'm not Warner the hetero. I'm Warner. You know, you, you, the, 
you know, they're not, you know, David the gay person or, you know, Shelly the lesbian or whatever, you know, you're, you're, you're who you are. Um, you know, you're Shelly, you know, mm. now you may choose to see yourself that way. Um, but I choose to, that there's more to you than that. Mm. That may be a descriptor of you, mm. you know, something that you've, you know, described yourself or is a descriptor of you, but you, that is not the sum total of mm. who you are. Right. Um, so I think number one, seeing, you know, those men and women as men and women, boys and girls, image bearers, mm. you know, made in the image of God. The same way, you know, when I when give talks about, you know, uh, racial engagement, yeah. you know, you know, one of the first things, you know, before we get on into the, you know, the policies and whatnot is, you know, bro, sis, you got to be able to look at people as, as image bearers, particularly mm. if you're a Christian, mm. you know, like they're, they're made in the image of God and that alone gives them worth. Mm. that's where their worth mm. is. Mm. It's not in their sexuality. It's mm. not in their race. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, that's so that's so I, I just wanted to make that clear because that kind of informs everything else. Right. You know, because um, if I see you as, you know, the, the homosexual, the, mm. the, the trans, the, the yeah. gay dude, you know what I'm saying? It all really kind of, and even if that's who you want me to see you as, Mm. I'm going to reject that and I'm going to see I'm, and so it's not that I'm ignoring it because that's also particularly in the black church like mm. we'll see you know the choir director and we know and so we won't talk about it or we'll talk behind their back and pretend if we don't say it, it it's it not existing mm. and what I'm saying is okay no you see it but I'm going to choose mm. to see you as an image bearer first and that is going to inform how I love you, mm. um, how I respond to you, how I give you truth. Mm. Um, you know, how, again, how, how I love you. You mm. know, I, I see you as a brother. And, and mm. then in that way, you know, like, and this is an unfortunate thing, particularly like in some, excuse me, in some communities, you know, you almost get like, I don't know how to, how to put it, like you get threatened or scared that their gay is going to rub off on you or yeah. you know or that you know or yeah. that in some way if you love a brother that's that's gay or love a sister that's gay then mm. that you know implicates you as kind of sort of being gay or anything like right. that like i i don't say you know maybe when i was a kid you know a teenager but when i became an adult um and i can't you know remember the exact time or day but like like i know who i am you know, I, I know, you know, like it, 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 it doesn't take away anything for me to love my brother who, you know, likes other men, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and in fact, again, you know, like love, true, you know, love, not, you know, uh, you know, not love that is perverted or love that mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, looking to get, but love, like, you know, the love that Christ gives, that God gives, that is giving, that is, mm -hmm. um, building like that is incredibly profound yeah. and powerful yeah. um and that teaches that preaches it doesn't accept everything about you yeah. i mean or affirm everything about you but it loves you mm. it cares for you and 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 and, and it and sincerely cares for you you're not a project you're not a number mm. you're you're a brother or sister that 
you know, maybe you're struggling in what you are, you know, in your, your lifestyle, or maybe you've accepted it, mm. you know, and, and see that it doesn't, I'm, I'm going to love you. Um, so I, I kind of went on a tangent there, but yeah, but but, I, but hopefully, if 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 nothing else, um, see those men and women, those boys and girls as image bearers first. Mm. Um, and by seeing them as 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 image bearers along with you, um, now you have a, a a place from which to love them from. Mm. You know, mm. so you're not loving the gay boy, you're not mm. loving the you know the 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 girl who dresses in in men's clothes trying to hide her own mm-hmm. you know uh you know estrogen or, mm-hmm. or you know femininity yeah. you know you you love an image barriers mm-hmm. you know and many times mm-hmm. you know not not every time because I, I don't want to overgeneralize but like um definitely many times in my experience like if i you know call a young lady who, you know, who, you know, is living a lesbian lifestyle. She's actually, you know, she's a, what they call it, you know, they call it, uh, studs here. You know, she's a stud. She mm. looks like, a, I treat them like women. Mm. You know, I treat them like women. I, you know, I, you know, I mean, obviously, obviously appropriately, but you know, like, mm. like you, you are a beautiful daughter, mm. you know, like you, you're a beautiful daughter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, like I, I, I enjoy opening the door for you. You know, and picking up, even though you look, you know, in the same clothes I got on, you mm-hmm. know, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to treat you like I would treat any, any woman, mm-hmm. you know, um, and the same for my brothers who, who are, you know, many of them, um, again, not all of them, but many of them have never or rarely experienced love that wasn't mm-hmm. looking to take something from them, you know, or, you know, or some, you know, perverse thing or, you know, or something that was abusive. Again, not all of them certainly some you know and 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 it's a different thing to get love from another man that isn't perverted or isn't trying to Mm. get something from you Mm. you know i love you brother because i love you Mm. you know and i and and i'm you know i'm I'm not a afraid or you know um you know terror you know defensive you know protective of my own sexuality Mm. think it's you know somehow my heterosexuality is gonna melt off of me so nah Mm. man i you know i love you so um Mm. What was your question? Image bearers. (laughs) Responding with grace and truth. But I think that center is really just seeing people, first of all, um, as, you know, made in God's image. I think think that encompasses grace. That really, yeah, no, that really, really does. Who they are and loving them from that truth. Right, right. Love, again, like we said, love is not. I mean, not this world's kind of love, but really God's love is not you know, mediocre or any, like it's very holistic. It does not, you know, celebrate wrong or anything like that. Like God has no problem disciplining in us, um, <laughs> you know, in every way. So that's what you call like holistic um, love. And like, if we're actually truly aiming to love people from that place, you know, you can't be afraid of, oh my gosh, then if I'm loving them, I'm... I'm celebrating or I'm affirming this lifestyle. Yeah. No, like, um, you know, I mean, it's and, and, and it stands out. You know, like you mm-hmm. made the distinction. You know, not love how this world like God love Jesus love. It stands out. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so much. So, you know, yeah, it it, mm-hmm. it, it stands out. It yeah. really, really does. Yeah. Um. When 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 practice when yeah. um when given. 
consistently mm-hmm. like it like it, it truly does stand out right. you know and people mm-hmm. notice they may not be able to articulate it or you know put their finger on what it but but it does stand out it yeah. is different yeah than what this world has to offer yeah you know and, and that is christ okay. christ is different than what this world has to offer yeah that's so good that's so good oh man um i think we've really treated this and honestly if there are still like questions remaining i think we we have pointers really to to engage and like to explore this um i'm sure i probably haven't you know touched on all of the dynamics but if there's anything that you still really think that hey i think this is still important for people to know as they're engaging on this like are there any like last things that you would say as you you know as we kind of leave this topic um well i I think that last thing we we hit on was was pretty profound just about you know recognizing one another as image bearers Mm. um uh bearers of the image of god just in case anyone was confused what i meant by Mm. that um and you know recognizing once again the difference between struggling and settling Mm. um a struggle is normal a struggle is what we're going to have in some form or fashion for uh for uh, until we leave this earth Mm. you know what all that struggle or not all but most of what that struggle is communicating is that you are alive Mm. um and to struggle very similar to what temptation is temptation in and of itself isn't sin Mm. um it's the yielding to temptation struggle in and of itself um Mm. you know barring some you know different you know circumstances struggle in and of itself is not the sin it's the yielding right it's the yielding those are two different things Mm. um and if you're not struggling with, you know, sexual identity, then you're struggling with something else. Right. Um, but if you are struggling with, or, or or if you're not, and you see a brother or sister, you know, you know, know that they're a brother and sister. You know, that they're struggling. You know, don't 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 elevate their sin higher than it needs to be. Hmm. Um, hmm. Like there's a there's a in in the old churches like. My grandmother went to the Pentecostal ones, you know, people used to get, they had like a testimony time or something like that. And, you know, they're giving on to God, something, something, something. And some person would say, yeah, you know, I was struggling with, you know, alcoholism and, and you know, pray for me. Or, you know, I was struggling with, you know, my, my, my wife or something like that. And, and they would be, you know, not celebrate, but, you know, people, you know, pray for them and lay hands. Mm-hmm. Um, recently now, more and more porn is being something that's being admitted in in churches now and and thankfully and that's being addressed Mm -hmm. um i think one of the last frontiers is 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 homosexuality Mm -hmm. you know and and it's it's unfortunate that people that Mm -hmm. need a safe place to to come to again not have their lifestyle affirm or sin affirm but like let's oh you struggling with that okay come on brother let's you know um you know i'm not gonna treat your struggle any different than my mm-hmm. struggle you know we're both struggling here yeah. and we're both coming for you know to to 
you know, to build up one another. Right. Um, right. The fact that, Help you know, there aren't as many places as there need to be, churches that there need to be, mm. is, is uh, that can be safe havens for that mm. is, is unfortunate. Mm. Um, and, and it only makes sense that the opposite have sprung up. Those places where not just they're accepted, but also all of their sin is celebrated, it's affirmed. Of mm. course they're going to, you know, be attracted to places like that mm. you know um mm. because there's wow. a feeling of of love and community exactly. there yeah um so wow yeah th- so those good. those 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 things just uh okay so i guess seeing seeing your brother and sister seeing men and women as, yeah. as image bearers yeah. Yeah. and loving yeah. them accordingly so good this has been such 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 a good discussion I think you really spoke to a lot of I want to say I don't know if mysticism is the right word but um just the plate like the gray areas so to speak um with this again that being you know service in church you know LGBTQs um being able to serve you know people who are still struggling with this um, feeling of same-sex attraction. I think all of those are gray areas um, that people kind of tiptoe around and we're not even sure, you know, how to even talk about, you know, those those particular points. But I think you shed so much light on all of every part of this discussion that's really made, I know for me personally, just made it so much easier to engage, you know, with this community, whether in or outside of church, whether, you know, very close by um, or not. And I love the point that you made about, you know, even LGBTQs being in church, right? So even if we don't have them in church, you know, where are they? <laughs> you know, where 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 are they going? Um, are we actually even engaging at all? You know, what does that signify ultimately? Um, and I think that's actually a question to to really peruse because I think when, I mean, I can't, again, I can't generalize for every person who identifies as LGBTQs, um, but I think you know this as well, but when they think about Christians, um, what do they think about people who are probably... Um, you know, judgmental or um, unloving, who are just ready to to just bash and tell you um, how dishonoring this is. But we don't, you know, how are we actually engaging um, these people? How are we um, loving them? Again, loving, does we can't even overstate that. <laughs> loving God's way does absolutely does not mean affirming you know if we're saying hey i'm not gonna love because well that's no maybe we probably need a re you know a re a new perspective on what that actually means um because you know god himself says love me well love god um and love your neighbor as yourself he's not contradicting himself when he says that so i think that's even just a, a, a place to start um when we actually truly understand what the love of god is like um, the way that we approach things, the way that we, the way that we see, the way that we engage one another would be so different and would be more representative of how God wants us to, to, to treat one another. It seems so plain, but really, 
uh, love is a lens, man. <laughs> like, you get a grasp on that, it's a lens. I think that, unfortunately, uh, I mean, I know you're wrapping up, but, like, no, you're good. you know, like, there are other groups or people that have kind of co-opted love or the word love, and it gets used so mm-hmm. much. And, you know, just given our language, you know, like, in Greek, there are about, like, four or five different words for different types of love. Mm-hmm. But we have this one word that, you know, we attempt to encapsulate, you know, all these things about so it kind of loses its luster when mm. when when you know it's it's being used in a, in a right way right, um but right. not nah, it is that simply complex yeah. that you know like yeah man you know look at people through the lens of love but mm. that love is not that love it, that exists in a vacuum like that love is informed by god you know yeah. um like in first john it says god is love mm. not love is god Mm. You know, God informs what yes. love is. Oh, we don't get to inform what love is. That's yeah. that's that's when we have the Hollywood love, the world love, because mm. we're trying to use our own definition. But no, yeah. Scripture says that God is love. God gets to inform mm. what love is. Love you is. know, so right. yes, love. Uh, you know, serve people through the lens of love, but also let God inform you to what that love looks like and thankfully for christians we have jesus christ you know we don't have to guess you know we have a perfect model in him oh that's so good i I think i think he summed it up (laughs) we have the perfect you know lens through christ so honestly thank you so much warner for just talking with me about this topic i don't know about you guys but i am running with so much um just wisdom on this um and i can't i can't thank you enough it's been like invaluable um thank you so much Warner, for joining us and thank you for listening in and we hope you join us on our next special conversation thank you